Well, good evening, friends. Welcome to the Front Porch here tonight. It's great to have you with me here as we come together on a, boy, it's a, it's a gorgeous day uh, this Wednesday, and so thankful to have you joining with me again, Pastor Chris, I am. And so uh, I hope you're doing well. I hope uh, you've had a, a great day. It's still kind of a little chilly, and uh, um, well, I had a frost warning for tomorrow morning, so that means we've got to gonna have to go out and uh, cover up my plants. And uh, I tell you, really be nice if the frost would stop. <laughs> my uh, my back porch is uh, quite covered with uh, with plants and so I'd love to get them outside especially out into the garden out back so hope to have that done soon but uh, still got to wait for the frost to kind of stop and so Dinah now, uh, Joyce now, good to have you uh, guys here with us and uh, um, you know as I as we as we kind of come into this space tonight and and uh, kind of continue this conversation about our journey faith with Christ you know there's there's a lot of things happening in the news and in the world and I, I tell you it's um, I was watching some footage and, and just listening to some of the kind of things coming out of Israel and I just encourage you to be in prayer for for all of the people living in Israel right now and and just the the violence happening hopefully it'll come to an end but I think what kind of broke my heart is the, the number of children that have uh, perished result of the violence there and so just be in prayer for our brothers and sisters in israel tonight if you would uh, uh, and even just throughout the week that's happening around us so but great to have you with me uh and dave good to see you and uh, hope uh, and dave you guys are staying safe and, and doing well because uh, uh i haven't seen you guys in a while but uh you guys are on my hearts and uh, um and so uh <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be barking time here soon we got some some pups that are uh, barking outside, so <laughs> we'll enjoy that. But uh, um, oh, they're barking at the kitty cats. So, uh, so looking at our journey of faith, you know, one of the things that that uh, I think comes to mind for me, especially as I as I kind of look at some things, is you know when we talk about being near to God, right? When we're on a faith journey. Uh, in particular, one of the things that uh, we have to uh, acknowledge is that there's a lot of things. There's Satan. There's evil. There's uh, lax uh, points of of laxadaisiness, if you will, and you know, we just kind of end up in the motion of life. It's not. It's not powerful. It's not uh, intense. And so, uh, hello. And uh, so we we kind of we kind of end up. Uh, I guess you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, end up in a in a state, if you will, of just how do we how do we overcome that state? Well, some of it is we have to draw near to God. Uh, the 144th Psalm I shared that with you last night about how you know God is our our loving God who is our fortress, our refuge in whom we take, and and because of that, there's a there is a, a real question of how do we then grow close to God? How do we come, as the psalmist writes, near to our Lord who we grow in faith? Well, I think some of that is uh, a couple things we have to remember. In this passage out of Hebrews in the 22nd chapter, I want to share with that with you tonight. And there's really a, a, a block of, of verses uh, beginning in verse 19, verse 18 maybe, um, but all the way through verse 25. and But right in the middle, in verse 22, I want to share this with you. Uh, because there's a couple different translations of this verse. The one I have here in my, in my Bible says, Let us approach with a true heart 
in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Um, now that's just one, you know, translation. Um, I want to I want to share a different translation. This is a. Um, it, it, it's kind of interesting. It, it says this: um, "Let us draw near with a true heart, full of the assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from evil conscience, and our bodies washed of pure, of pure water." See, see what this is. What this, in a sense, the author is is driving at, if you will, is is that he's saying, "Let us draw near to God." with a sincere heart full of the assurance of faith. Because there's a couple of truths we have to remember, and there's two of them I think in particular. One is that because we are followers of Christ, we are guaranteed a personal relationship with God. God is not something that's way out there that we can't see or can't touch or can't be a part of. That, that God is there to be intimate with. That, that because he loves us, he has promised to be with us. And the other truth is that uh, in addition to God, that God will surround us with brothers and sisters in Christ, our fellowship as Christians, so that we may grow in our personal relationship with Jesus. In other words, uh, when we worship together in, in a church setting on a Sunday or on a Saturday or on a Wednesday or whatever it is, whether we are uh, uh not just praising God, but maybe sharing in our burdens, our struggles. This is this is worshiping, right? This is worship, and uh, we might encourage each other. These two elements, knowing we have a personal relationship with Christ, and knowing that God Himself surrounds us with a fellowship of brothers and sisters, help us in that journey. Help us to grow nearer to God. And so, with that in mind, how do we do it? Well, the first is that. You have to spend time with God. And, and that might be uh, a quiet time. And, and, and you're, well, hello, we have a, we have a visitor tonight. <laughs> that might be a, uh, a time of reflection on, on the couch in your living room. Or like we're doing tonight together as a body of Christ, uh, as brothers and sisters, as, as seekers, as uh, followers, as just folks trying to understand what it means to be in relationship with Christ that you know we got to set a time that uh, set aside that time um, because if we don't do that and, and we got to do it daily mind you but if we don't do that uh, the world begins to, to transform our, our existence if you will uh, it, it diminishes who we are in Christ. And so we have to be uh, intentional about that time with God. Now, the other half of that, I think, is um, in addition to uh, time together, we have to spend time with God and God alone. Um, because if we don't, then the busyness can overwhelm us. And I think at least I've experienced, I suspect some of you have as well. <clears throat> when you spend time just one-on-one -on -one with God, that you discover, you discover, <laughs> you can see Cooper, he's having a good old time. There's there's some puppies walking by here tonight, some family walking on, and, and uh, uh, they're saying hi, they're saying hi. Um, 
And so uh, um, the the thing you begin to pick up on when you when you find that that quiet time, and I, I mean not with dogs barking, but that you begin to hear God even clear. Um, so take for example this passage from Hebrews. Let us approach with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Now, granted, we're not all going to hear that and know what uh, some of that translation is, but but let's let's break it down. So, a true heart. What is what is the author potentially meaning? Now, look, you could do the research and and and, and pull it apart, break it apart. Um, or you can just look at it and says, well, what does that mean for me? What does that mean that it's saying, well, I need to approach God with my heart really open, honestly open to what may or may not be said to me. And the full assurance of faith is in a sense, uh, the Hebrew word, I'm not even going to pronounce it, but is confidence. That, that your faith in God and the confidence you have in that faith as you approach God means that you know that God is going to speak to you. You know that God is going to guide you. There's no question. There's no debate about it. And so uh, setting that time aside and then approaching God in that way allows you to hear. It may be for you that there's something going on that, that you have to, uh, and maybe you don't, but you have to approach God in that situation with the full knowledge that, that whatever is there is going to be revealed. That's part of our faith, right? Um, and here's the thing that, that um, I think, you know, as I read that, and I was reading that today, both in the, the solitude of a quiet space, but, but also even as I readied myself for this, how many minutes are in the day? And, and if there are so many minutes, if you subtract those minutes uh, and say, well, there are, I think it's a four, little 1,400 minutes in the day, and so many minutes I sleep. And so many minutes I do X or Y or Z. So if I'm doing those things, then then is it not possible to give God 10, 20, 30 minutes of my time? And the answer is it's absolutely possible. It's just a choice whether you want to spend that time with God alone or not. And then when we do, do we do it on a regular, consistent basis? And I want to say thank you to all of you that, that joined because this could be your time. Maybe this is your time of, of quiet devotion. I mean, you hear me or the dogs barking, and, I, and I'm looking to my left, your right, and, and of course I see one in the window. He's looking out like he wants to come join the conversation tonight. Um, the other half of this, I think, if you want to grow closer to God, is, is a pattern, uh, a, a, a distinct pattern. Now, I'm going to back up for a minute in this section. So he opens up in verse 19. He says, Therefore, my friends... Since we have the confidence to enter the sanctuary by the blood of Jesus. In other words, since we have the confidence to enter this new sanctuary where God is present only because of Christ's death by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh. And since we have the great priest over the house of God, let us approach it with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Let me go before my God and the full assurance of faith that no matter no matter how uncomfortable I may get, may, no matter what I may not understand or, or hear, that my faith will strengthen me. 
Now look, you got to do it consistently. God, God is there for you to, to approach on a daily basis, but if you don't do it, it, it just doesn't have the, I, I don't know how to word it, but boy, something, something ends up missing, you know? Um, but finally, uh, and I want to read this verse to you from one night, Psalm 119 verse 97 says, Oh, how I love your law. And here's the part I love about this. I meditate on it all day long. Hmm. Do you in your life and what's going on, are you looking at where God is in every situation and every moment? So I've had a busy day. Uh, I had Bible study this morning. I'll have Bible study tonight. I have a meeting coming up. I'll look for God in the midst of those things. And those are easy things. But uh, driving to school this morning and, and as the sun was coming up, was I finding and looking for God in that moment? Was I looking for God as, as the bus drove around town to pick our students up or, or as I came home and had lunch with with my wife and was I looking at God in the midst of that and and I can see bits and pieces of where where God was present today I can see where where God showed up made himself available and visible to me today my day's not over my day's not over and I think even about our time here tonight uh, the dogs kind of went a little uh a little barky tonight but you know that's how life is and it cannot deter us from spending time with Christ spending time with a God that we don't understand that we, that we don't know so intimately well we, we cannot allow all of those distractions to deter us because the world needs needs us followers of Christ to be those lights because other people are going to struggle and they're going to have moments of, of pain and suffering and they're going to be in whirlwinds and, and, and a few folks I know tonight that uh, learned of some things in different situations um, they need some peace and they don't have it right now because there's a lot going on in their, in their hearts and in their minds and, and so it's up to the rest of us to, to be in prayer for them to be in prayer for ourselves so that we are the light for them. But this doesn't happen unless we're intentional about our time with God every day. And, and stop using the excuses of, I'm just too busy, I gotta do this and that, I don't have time for any of it. Because the more you do, the more you see, the more you spend, the more you earn. So do you wish to see and hear and understand and earn that deeper relationship with Christ? Or do you want to find yourself wandering aimlessly, wondering where is God in the midst of my life? So I want to leave you with, with that. At the end of this, I'll share this, this verse with you. This, this is verse 25. But he says, let's not neglect to meet together as the habit of some. But, and this is the part I want you to hold on to tonight, friends. But encourage one another. 
and all the more as you see the day approaching. The writer's referring to that day when we'll leave this earth and join Christ in heaven. But between now and that day, between now and that moment, let us encourage each other. Let us find encouragement in Christ Jesus. Let us be a light to the world because the world needs hope. As we spend a few moments in prayer tonight, I want to encourage you to, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of this time together, of praying for our brothers and sisters in Israel and what's going on over there. Pray for our nation and, and what happens on a daily basis in homes and communities where there is evil. Pray and encourage you to hold your neighbors tonight in your prayers. There are some of your neighbors who are struggling. Some have their hearts are breaking tonight. And I, I want to encourage you to, to lift them up. Even if you don't know what's going on, know there's something there. And I want to celebrate each other. Let's celebrate where we've come from and where we're going. Let's celebrate what is yet to be done and what will be done through Christ. Will you pray with me? The Lord be with you. Gracious Father, I thank you, Lord, for the gift of your son Jesus, for the power that is found in him and, and only in him. Tonight, Lord, let us all be encouraging to each other. Let us lift each other up and dust each other off and say, Go fight the good fight, because we will stand by you. Let us find encouragement, not just in that, but also in your word. Your son, Jesus, opened the curtain, gave us access to you. And let us share that with oh, The need for hope, the need for healing is so needed. And so let us, let us embrace that healing tonight, Lord. Let us embrace that opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with each other. And even lower, if we don't understand it, let us know one very important fact, that you are always with us, never forsaking us, never abandoning us. Let us have the peace found in you. And so bless us all tonight, Lord. Bless those around us. Bless those, Lord, that I have encountered today that I know need your prayers. Those neighbors of mine who are struggling with broken hearts and uncertain days ahead. Let them feel your love. All of this I give unto you, my Lord, in the precious name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, my brothers and sisters, I, I pray and hope that for all of you in the next coming days, that this journey of faith that you're on, that you will find this, a peace, a peace so precious and so beautiful that no matter what conflicts you face, whether it's in this world or whether 
truly the battle of evil. But you will know that in the end, when Christ returns, that you are not helpless during this life, but that we can come closer to him until that day. And because we do, Satan will not have a foothold that he will lose, and we will be victorious. So don't feel alone. You're surrounded by God, the Spirit, and all of us. And so as you go forth into the night, may that be in your heart. And may you know the love of Jesus. So until tomorrow and when we gather once again, may you know God, may you see God, and may you feel Christ's presence around you. But I hope that you have a blessed evening. And I look forward to joining with you again tomorrow right here. So until then, God bless. And may you see the face of Christ. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the front porch.